And this is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it. You're a coach, author, speaker, and you're looking for the best return on your time and investment. We're giving you full access to how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your pod. We're brother and sister. Join our family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure. Let's get Amplified. Hello, family, and welcome back to Amplify You. Today, we have Alan Yo with us. He is a digital solopreneur from the Philippines, met Michelle on her Asian tour. They kicked it off and wanted to share his brilliant strategies around digital marketing with us. So, Alan, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Brayden. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. Oh, you're welcome, Alan. So great to see you again. Now, I saw Alan on stage speaking about email marketing and um, being a digital solopreneur myself. I was like really attracted with what you were saying about email marketing. And I thought, you know, it's something we don't really talk about a lot with our podcasters about how really they should be nurturing an email list. We always talk about how to get the emails, but we then kind of leave it off at uh, how to get the emails. <laughs> so Alan, I would love to hear some of your strategies today for what should we do once we get an email address from someone? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, it's a lot about setting expectations right away. Um, one of the things that I feel people are apprehensive about when they start email marketing is the question, when should I sell? <laughs> so I think it, that, that question it's really a matter of expectations. So for example, if you like, you can't buy anything from Amazon without being a registered member, meaning you have to submit your email address first. And when you do that, you expect Amazon to sell to you, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. if they send to you stories without selling anything, you get mad for them for not selling to you. So, so it's not really a matter of selling early or selling late. Um, it's when they, when you get, people to subscribe to your email list it's about building that relationship and building the expectation because the one of the first questions they will ask when they subscribe is why should I listen to you and why should I keep opening your emails so once they subscribe to you those are the first things that you should answer so if you have social proof you have awards you can you can mention them maybe in a more subtle version not really bragging showing your authority and not being apologetic about it, showing that confidence, and as well as setting expectations in terms of frequency of emails, what kind of emails you will send. And also what I would advise my students are is to include a link to unsubscribe as well. So don't try to hide the unsubscribe link mm -hmm. because you want to attract people who are who are interested in your topic. Once they read your free, the frequency of emails, the content that you'll send, you want to have people who wants to have that. So if it's not a good fit for them, you invite them to unsubscribe because part of our expenses as well as entrepreneurs is with email marketing, the more subscribers you have, the higher, the higher the amount you have to pay. So might as well pay for people who really want to receive our emails. That's fascinating that you say that. Yeah. Go ahead, Bray. I love that you were saying the piece around owning your awards or at least owning your own authority in the space with right. which you work. 
So if you're an expert in an area, to not shy away and say, you know, if you're interested in something, I can help you with this. Say, no, this is uh, an email you're going to get because this is what I do really well. If that's something you want, great. We're on the same team. If you don't, you can unsubscribe right here. Right. And I think that clean, clear communication is key to having an engaged audience. We've had podcasters say that their podcast is a great way for them to actually um, naturally vet out the um, engaged audience versus people who are not going to follow through. So it's, right. you know, the email is the sequencing and the, the wording is another key piece to that as well. So those are great points. Thank you. One of the interesting things that I heard you say, Alan, and I wanted to reiterate for our podcasters listening out there, um, your first email to your clients is this sounds very similar to our first episode on a podcast. So our first episode on a podcast, we always, mm. you know, suggest that you should say who you are, why they should listen to you and what the show is going to be all about and what the expectations, right. how frequently are going to be doing your show. That sounds like very similar to what your first email should be. Is there anything else that you want to add in that first email that you're engaging with someone after they subscribe? Right. That one thing that I, I like to give out as a bonus, for example, bonus tip, something not not really mandatory, but the the thing that if if you imagine like a chart in terms of the open rates, it, it usually starts off starts off high because of course they just signed up, they want to get your lead magnet, whatever you offer. So it starts off high, then it, it usually tapers off and averages around say around 20, 20, 20, 20 to 30%, that, that's usually how it tapers off. But in order for you, one tip that I would like to give for you to kind of sustain a higher average is to perhaps tease the next email. Like maybe if it's about podcasting, maybe you could tease about um, the number one microphone you could use, the number one question you should ask in every interview, and you'll reveal that in your next email. So it's basically like using cliffhangers, like what you see with, um, say, The Walking Dead or the, what you see in Netflix and whatever TV series that you, use, you watch because they use that, of course, to, to keep you hooked because by nature, our brains um, want things resolved because I think it goes back to our survival instinct, right? Things that are unresolved are risk and risk endanger uh, our survival and it goes back to that primal nature of our of our psyche and you can use that actually to make them want to open your next email um, it's either you do that and another bonus is if you can put in in your subject line like one of three two of three so they know there's a series of emails and if they skip one they would look for for the ones that they missed and one thing Another bonus thing that I would do is I would even use four of three, which is kind of surprising. There's only three emails and I'm getting four of three. So that kind of increases their curiosity. So I kind of unloaded quite a bit of tips there, but those are, it's basically going for the continuity of content to make them, to build that habit of opening your emails. And I, I love that you're providing advice on not hiding your intentions. You're being really clear and upfront with, this is what I'm going to provide. Here's how I'm going to do it. Keep an eye out for it. So then they're, if, even if they're not interested and they unsubscribe, the people that are opening is because they're looking for that information. 
that's a great piece of advice for podcasters too, to end your show with a little highlighter intro to your next episode so that they get excited to hear it and they're looking for when it comes out rather than hopefully stumbling across that information. I love the idea of being open and authentic with your marketing as well as with the content that you're putting out there. And that adding a fourth of three is like having a bonus episode, right? right. It's that extra content they didn't expect. It's exciting because, oh, this is more than you told me you were going to give me. That's exciting. Let's see what it is. Also, it sets the precedence that you over-deliver too, which I think is fantastic. It's a great idea. Very cool. Anything that like jars their expectation, just like, like stand-up comedy is built on the fact that um, the, fa- the, the point of stand-up comedy is delivering a surprising punchline. So it's kind of borrowing that principle in terms of, whoa, four of three, that, that, that doesn't make sense. Let me find out what it is. So it's kind of, you're almost forcing them to open the email because it's so, um, so unusual. It's like punchline to a joke. So yeah. Very cool. Alan, I'm curious, how did you get into email marketing? What, what made you get started? Um, it's a bit of a long story, but I didn't really start off with email marketing per se. Um, I was doing this as a side hustle for quite some time. I started off with blogging and I would do the content treadmill. Um, I noticed that I'm just getting burned out, but I'm not getting the result that's equal to my effort. Then I noticed that um, when I did email marketing, that's the time that I got the best return on investment of my time. So I just focused on two things, Facebook ads and email automation, because those are the passive things that while I'm working in my full-time job, which is helping out in our family business, my online business is still running. And through that, I was able to win some um, affiliate contest locally and abroad, that's when people started asking, how was I doing it? Because I don't, didn't really have any social following. And because going back to the introvert um, nature of my personality, so they, they were asking, how am I doing this? Because basically, they, they were too polite, but they were essentially asking, you're not popular, but how are you making these conversions, winning the, these contests? So from there, that's when I started teaching about this, um, my techniques and my strategies about email marketing. That's so neat. I love that. <laughs> um, what is <laughs> it about? So if I heard you say um, email, uh, so Facebook ads and then optimization, is that the best way to build your email list right now? Well, um, for me, that, that was my experience. Um, of course, the, co- the cost for Facebook ads will vary. Um, of course, it's more it's cheaper on my on my side of the world, mm-hmm. depending on my the market you target. But however, I'm also thinking it, because I, I actually um I, I studied accountancy, and one of the things that accountants are kind of known for is being risk averse <laughs> or minimizing mm-hmm. the risk of the company. So I'm also leveraging diversifying my traffic source. So I'm starting. Um, doing YouTube videos, hiring writers to write blog posts so that I have that mix of organic traffic outside of the paid traffic because having that like one main source or only one source of traffic gives you just that one failing point that's risky as well. So um, 
yeah, I, I think it made sense for me because I was doing it as a side hustle. So I didn't have time to write organic content at that time. So not, now that I have time, I'm diversifying the traffic source. Hmm, that's interesting. I like that. The, what you said about diversifying the traffic, especially now the ad spends are getting more expensive. But what's the right. best opt-in uh, that you're finding is working really well? Is it like what kind of format? Is it video? Is it PDF? Is it, it does it vary? That's a good question, actually. Um, I noticed that what, what I'm doing right now are, uh, one is a course, a free crash course, email marketing crash course that I offer, as well as a PDF of some of my best subject lines. Um, in terms of the cost per lead, they're roughly the same. However, I'm going into the, I, I, I got this tip about giving people like what they want but after they sign up, giving them what they need as well. What I mean by that is, sure, the course uh, is good. They need the course. However, if you compare giving them a course versus giving them like templates that they could immediately copy and paste right now, they're going to go for the template like right. majority of the mm -hmm. time. So something. So that's something that I'm um, taking into consideration when doing lead magnets. However, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to give them the course. I, what I do is if I offer them the lead magnet, which is the templates, subject line templates, in my welcome email, I would also show them my course. What I did is I just asked them to reply, um, that reply with the words I want in. Then I automated it on my active campaign, which is my email service provider, to provide them with the, once they reply, it automatically sends them the links to my course. So I also provide them what they need um, after they get the template. So, so they, that's how I try to balance both of them. Alan, you're dropping brilliant knowledge on us and I feel like we're just barely touching the, service, the surface. What, for our audience, where can they go to find out more information about what you do and how to work with you? Perfect. Yeah. If they want to learn more about email marketing or um, selling digital goods, they could just visit digitalsolopreneur.com. So that, that's where I, that's my hub of content and they could sign up as well to my newsletter um, on the site. That's awesome, Alan. And as Brain says, like we feel like we're just getting started and getting so many, uh, so many great tips out of you. So we'd like to have you back on again to go into email marketing point two, two point oh, <laughs> right. next, in the next step, uh, maybe in a few, in a few, a few months from now. That would be awesome. So um, thank you so much for all your amazing knowledge. I think those tips are really powerful and can help our podcasters get started with really nurturing their email list. Once we get people on our list, sometimes we're like, I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so uh -huh. those are some great ideas and ways to really engage and keep them interested in our list. So thank you for sharing those with us today. Awesome. Awesome. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure talking, nerding out about emails. Thanks for giving me the platform. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks so much, Alan. Can't wait to check out digitalsolopreneur.com and to start implementing some of these email expectations and surprising um, over delivery for the clients. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you family for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to share your message with the world, 
head over to mypodcastcoach.com to download your free podcast launch plan. And head over to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. Until next time, be your own unique genius.